podcast where we want to help your family have better conversations around the content you consume. My name is Nathan and welcome to episode 50. This is a, uh, uh, a big deal around here. One, because that means we're just around the corner from having done this podcast for for a whole year. And also because when uh, I first started having the conversations about this podcast, I didn't know if we'd make it to episode 15. So making it to episode 50, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. And we know we have uh, several of you that are downloading this every week. I have no idea if anyone is actually listening to it, but I know it's being downloaded and uh, there are views on YouTube. So uh, we are very excited, but of course, let me go ahead and introduce our co-host, uh, as always, the hero of our podcast, Donnie Dorsey, you're 50 and you like to kick. So- That's right. That's right. Like if this was, if this was years, we'd be really close to AARP and we could get those benefits of those 50%, 15% off That's right. at, uh, your local IHOPs. That's I'm right. here for it. I'm all, I'm all good for that. What's the what's the SNL character side? I'm 50. I like to stretch. I like to kick. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right. Uh, of course, of course, the villain of our podcast, curmudgeonly 50, Sawyer Hewlett. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm really I'm excited for this episode. This is gonna be like um almost like a fun episode. Not that the other episodes aren't fun because they're always fun, but this one's like gonna be kind of all over the place, which is more of my energy. So yeah, this does feel very much like a Sawyer episode. I'm feeling a little anxious, but I'm glad. We don't have much of a plan, so I feel a little anxious of, of where we're going, but that's okay because we have the the calm, soothing presence of the mom of the podcast, Heidi Cooper. How are you doing? I am good. 50 feels great. It's the new 40, right? That's right. There you go. <laughs> for Sawyer, it's the new 70. So yeah, you were supposed to say cold and uh, your joints were aching or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cold, well, cold this joints. is... This is very exciting because uh, for a lot of people, this is not going to be a a normal episode for us. Uh, We still hope we're going to have a conversation that is going to be beneficial for for you and your family. But uh, we're not discussing uh, any one particular movie. We're not even really discussing one particular theme. Uh, We are just uh, like every good teenager celebrating every possible anniversary, not understanding that Anna in anniversary is annual and so they say i have a three-week anniversary which is actually makes absolutely no sense you can't have a three-week one-year anniversary so uh but they still uh are holding on to that we are celebrating everything we possibly can and we're celebrating 50 instead of 100 so uh that's the youth of us celebrating it and we just want to talk about um a little bit about one, why we do this podcast and uh, maybe some good memories that we've had from this podcast and really just try and kind of vision cast. If you're kind of new to the podcast and maybe uh, you've, you know, you've listened to a few episodes and you don't really know the heart behind what we're trying to do. Uh, We wanted to spend some time talking about that. And then, um, so I, I want to, I just want to start there. Uh, We started having conversations about this podcast almost exactly this time last year. Uh, I I had talked to uh, both Sawyer and Donnie originally. I'd called them both and had a conversation about we were wanting to start a family now, ministry. Hold on. By call, you mean walk down the office, okay? You make no. that sound well, really Donnie professional. Wasn't, Donnie yes. wasn't, 
He beckoned you across. He beckoned you across the okay. hall. He said, "Come yeah. hither, Sawyer. Come here." Sawyer wants a, Sawyer wants a timeline. I texted Donnie and said, "Hey, we're doing a thing." I walked to Sawyer's office and said, "We're doing a thing." Then we had okay. I'll take it back further than that. I had a thought one day in my bedroom. <laughs> if you want the whole timeline, the podcast had a meeting that was a video meeting. The trailer uh, will be. Got, it'll just be a reenactment of all of it. What'd you say? He was going to do a thing. That's and right. Donnie said, we're going to do a thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the, he the got po- from down the hall said, you're going to be part of our thing. The, the, <laughs> and previous to that, I had conversations with other people on staff of, hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking of doing a thing. Do y'all think that's a good thing? So <laughs> all of those things happened. I got Sawyer in a meeting. I got Donnie in a meeting. It was a Google meet. Do, do y'all remember this meeting? Yeah. Do you- vaguely, very vaguely. <laughs> I remember the conversation in my office where you said we're going to have a meeting. But after that, everything else is just blacked out, and he just goes back to the meet. The, the recordings go. Ah, oh, I did say that. <laughs> so anyway, we had a uh, a meeting, and we we were talking about creating a family ministry podcast, and we we're trying to figure out what what to do because uh, for those. I don't think there's anyone who listens to this who doesn't know about our other podcast, which has been going on for, uh, I think we're coming in on 150 on that podcast. And um, so at that point, we were almost at episode 100. And um, that one, we answer a lot of questions. It's our teaching pastors. We answer a lot of questions from the church. And we were like, what would this, should the style be? And so I had had this idea of, well, one thing we want every family to do is to just have times of connection. We had already had several um, family game night events where we really try to encourage families to have just regular family game nights to, to you know, everyone's lives after COVID uh, kind of, you know, 2021, when we were starting this, everyone was starting to get busy again. And all that kind of family time that happened during the shutdown was starting to kind of go away. And so we as a church were like, well, really important to raising children and students who love Jesus is having families who love Jesus. And that's a part of their routine. And so we said, hey, a family game night would be important. And so we decided, hey, we're going to have a family movie night. We think, hey, families are already, everyone's watching all different kinds of content. If you got teenagers, uh, I'll tell you this, they're probably not even watching much movies or TV. They're just watching lots of TikTok. They're watching lots of YouTube. And you know, depending on the the way your family is structured, if you've got older kids, younger kids, everyone's going a thousand different directions and choosing to say, hey, at least once a month, that was kind of our idea. Once a month, you would sit down as a family and have a movie night and watch the same thing together. Phones get put away. Uh, uh, you know, everyone's focused on the same thing. We're watching this movie. And then we said, if we could help them not only do that to build memories and build connection, build relationship. Uh, but also choose to say, hey, let's have conversations about the thing that we're watching, uh, that that would really be an opportunity for families to be able to talk about Jesus in a way that might be memorable for their kids as you talk about movies. So, uh, Donnie, sorry, do y'all remember anything about that early, those early meetings where we were just kind of talking about what we kind of dreamed the podcast might look like and those kind of things? Yeah, I remember I mean, I, like, go ahead. go ahead, Donnie, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I mean, I was just going to say, I remember the whole time I was just like, this seems like a fun idea where I'm going to get to watch some really cool movies and have the conversations that I always had with myself almost, or with like staring one staring in a mirror back to forth. <laughs> well, <laughs> where like, 
Well, so, like, you know, I, I, I've always been someone who loves trying to find if there is some Jesus that's present in a movie is the thing I, that's always kind of been, um, for a long time where my brain goes when I watch a movie and, uh, the idea of getting to have that kind of a conversation on a weekly basis, just yeah. really, really excited me. Um, and, and, and also the idea of getting to talk about it with people who knew what they were talking about with movies as well, because the only other conversations I had had like that were with like my parents or my brothers and sister who like, they like movies, but they don't like care about movies and, and stuff like that. Like, and which like, I'm not like begrudging them or anything. I want to be clear, but like the idea of like getting to have yeah, yeah. actual conversations. Yeah, I am. I freaking hate those guys. No. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, it was it was just really exciting. I remember thinking it was just a, a, a brilliant idea. Yeah. Donnie, yeah. what about you? I was going to say, like, I remember just like, I remember having the conversation and I was like, okay, like I, I got, I knew what we were going to do, but I didn't know how it was going to like transform into what it is now. Like, because it was like, okay, so we're going to watch the movies and have some chats. And it's like, and it, then it was like just watching it kind of like grow into what it was. Cause like those first conversations was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to watch this movie and then we're going to talk about it. And I'm like, I don't know if I always have something to like to offer. And like, like what if it's just awkward silence for like a 15 minute, <laughs> 15 minute episode yeah. or something like that. But then seeing that, like how we all just kind of started to feed off of each other and just develop that on screen chemistry of being able to just like, you know, and how we've created, you know, the roles and like the different, you know, titles and the inside jokes and things like that, that we kind of have created from that. So. Yeah. Well, and I remember in that very first meeting that we had, I had said pretty early on, you know, uh, in this meeting, I said, you know, this is a family movie night podcast and it's just three dudes. And one of them doesn't have kids. And yeah. we don't, we don't have, we don't have any women present yeah. on the podcast. And so I, uh, I had originally approached both Donnie and Sawyer one because Sawyer had only been uh, kind of on in his residency with the church for a few months at that point. And one of the things I knew was like, oh, Sawyer, two. yeah, Sawyer loves movies. And so me and him had already had some conversations. I said, that'll be easy. Donnie and I, I mean, we've been friends for uh, over a decade now yeah. and, that was most of our conversation. So I, they, those two were instant for me. And immediately, one of the very first people I said was, I said, well, we need to try someone out, but I don't know any moms who just have, who are going to want to do every other weekend because we film every other Saturday. I was yeah. like, I don't know any other moms who are going to care enough about this, do it. And I, I, and I said, except for maybe Heidi, like <laughs> Heidi might do this. So I said, well, let's get started. Let's not wait until we have, so let's get started. And yeah. I'll see if I can like, put Heidi on as a guest host a couple times and kind of trick her into doing it. <laughs> enough. And so, uh, Heidi, do you remember the first episode that you did with us? I have it in case you don't. Yeah, I think it was, um, Paddington. It was, it was the Paddington yeah. two episode. Cause you asked me about lifetime movies and I was like, nah, dog, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was the first one. We did the lifetime one. I said, I said, I said, I don't know if Heidi's into lifetime movies, but I'll ask her and let's see. But no, you, you were like, that ain't my jam. In yeah. fairness to Heidi, the Lifetime movies episode, I was also like, okay. I will say, yeah. I actually really loved that episode. I, I was actually going to mention, I was going to mention that as one of my highlights of the podcast. I love that. It was great to have Brandy on and that yeah. episode. Uh, yeah. But 
Yeah, I, I had always kind of thought, oh, Heidi would be fun to do this because Heidi also, Heidi and I have been friends for also over a decade at this point. And because, so Donnie and I and Heidi and I at different hours did student ministry. And so one one hour I'd be sitting there talking to movies and TV shows with yeah. Donnie. And then the next one I'd just be talking about random like movies and stuff with, with Heidi as well. So yeah. I knew that it would work. Uh, what was your first thought kind of coming on to the Paddington episode? Um, I thought it was a really cool thing and I, um, I really enjoyed it. Like right away, I enjoyed it. And, and I think that the biggest part for me was that I did this with my kids, but never as like an intentional or a, right. um, like a, a, a set thing, you know, it wasn't like a, a scheduled and, you know, all that, but this has created that for us. And I think that's been the biggest, that's been the reason why, um, you know, it is, it is important because if I'm missing a little bit of time with them on a Saturday morning to do, to do this podcast, it, it only means that I took that time and made that, you know, right. Yeah. So it helped me to really make the space for that and, and make it a priority, I guess. Well, and I think for me, very similar, like the reason this movie came to me was, um, and I've talked about this plenty of times, but my family is a little untraditional in the sense that, you know, uh, I've adopted three of my daughters. And when they came into our home, they came into our home right before the pandemic. They came in right now, three years ago. Uh, We had about six months before the pandemic. Well, no, almost nine months before the pandemic hit. When it happened, we were still just really building a lot of memories and building bonds. And Friday night was our time. Uh, That shifted now. It's now Saturday night. Movie nights were kind of like they were important to us because I realized how much time I had missed with my kids. And you know, the thing that you get, like when you're like, have like a 15 year old in the house, you're like, I've only got three years left. I had from the moment they came in. Cause I was like, I just had missed seven years of their life. And yeah. we needed to almost like microwave connection. We need to like <laughs> microwave these. And like, there's a lot that like, you know, when you have a baby, I'm singing, Jesus loves me to you. And, and, and like slowly slow cooking, uh, Jesus into your life. And I realized I need to take every possible moment to talk about my love of Jesus with these kids. I didn't want to be the, um, and we said this early, I don't know if Sawyer and Donnie remember this in the meeting. I said, I intentionally don't want this to be youth ministry podcast of like every youth minister is like, Hey, you know, you know who would sacrifice themselves in a wormhole like Iron Man? Jesus. Like when we say we're looking for Jesus and everything, we're not like making every movie a character is Jesus. Movies are not parables. They are not, they, because they were not made to do that. And when you force that into it, you actually do damage to the way they view movies. Cause eventually they go, my dad's some weird quack who just thinks (laughs) G every movie is a representation of Jesus, which it's not. And we, I think we have proved that over this time, but every movie is a conversation about what matters. And it yeah. may be from a perspective I don't agree with. You know, we've been watching the Twilight movies with my girls and I regularly am saying to them like, hey, this is this is not what romance should be like. This is not what like, <laughs> and like just telling them like, this is not because, but if I don't have, if I let them discover those on their own when they're 19, I don't yeah. get the opportunity to have that conversation. But if I have it with them when they're 10 and 11 and we can work that in. So it was, it was really, Nathan, you don't want to, you don't want an adult man imprinting on one of your child. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, yeah. you don't like bedazzle. You don't like having someone that shines brighter than you. <laughs> yes. Or I'm just like making your entire 
18 year old life about which two boys you are you have to love or whatever you know but whatever and there's all kinds of movies i mean we talked early on i said one of my goals was i love superhero movies but i honestly think the way superhero movies are where it's one strong man beating up everyone else and that's how we solve the problems of the world that is a little antithetical to the way of jesus which is the way it is is to lay down your life it's not crushing your enemies it's loving your enemies and oh yeah like i mean you think about like the examples like where you know like peter's like i'm gonna slice his ear off and you're like yes. and jesus is like wait well hold hold on yes. that's that's not what we do here okay sorry sir here you go there's your ear all right we're gonna jesus go is, i feel like jesus is like dude i gotta go to the cross and you've learned nothing it's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i gotta fix this but yeah like a thousand percent i think that was really important and i thought for families who are more traditional and they, and and, and we kind of lose sight of how every Friday night goes by and and it's just a Friday night where everyone's on their phone and not paying attention. If we could become intentional about, Hey, let's build memories with our kids. And once again, we're not expecting you to watch every movie we talk about. We don't even care if you watch any of the movies we talk about. What we want is for you to have times where you build connection with your kid and you talk about your love of Jesus. And maybe you're not movie people and that's okay. And maybe you like just listening to the podcast because the conversations we have, you can apply those to whatever situation. Uh, But it is important that you have, as we say, I mean, it's in our script and maybe you fast forward that's that part, but regular, meaningful times of connection with your kids. That's what matters. Intentional. Yes. Intentionality. So that's really the heart behind this podcast. Uh, And we've done 50 episodes and we've had a lot of fun. Uh, I think 50 episodes, we have covered well over 50 movies, even with this one where we're not really covering any specific movie. And the first one, we didn't cover any movie, but we've had a bunch where we've covered four or five movies. Uh, So well over 50. And Sawyer, uh, he wanted us to talk about what were some of the favorite movies that we've talked about. So does anyone have a movie that they look back? And, I, and, and here's what we'll, 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 we'll make this a twofer. You can answer either or, or both a favorite conversation we had or a favorite movie that we covered. So either one, you can answer either or both. So is there a movie that we covered or a conversation that you just really enjoyed? Who's up I think first? For me, um, one of my first was in the Heights. And yeah, that was like- your second episode. That movie, I just loved it so much. It like really, it was so well done. Yeah. The music was great. The characters were great. But what I liked most about it was it like, it it took me back to my childhood, <laughs> you know, being like being a Hispanic person who wasn't born here and coming to the States and like seeing how, you know, I talked about it on the podcast, like my dad and the Payless shoes, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I remember I mean, that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We were just, I was just talking to um, my, my dad's wife yesterday and, you know, she got uh, the new iPhone that came out and she said that it won't be available until December and, in Colombia, where, where we are. Mm. <laughs> and that's just something that we as Americans just don't even think about, you yeah. know? So, yeah, I think that was probably like, it brought a lot of nostalgia for me and like, you know, fun. Uh, so yeah, I think that was probably one of my favorite movies that we've watched and episodes to just kind of yeah. talk about that. Yeah. I loved our discussion on there. And I think about it regularly because I love that movie. I love that musical. I love everything about it. I think about the movie all the time. My kids have watched it like three times since we talked about it at the beginning of 2022. And um, 
I I still stand by. I think the best character we've ever covered on this podcast is Abuela Claudia. I just think she is uh, so emotional to me. Uh, so I mean, aspirational to me. And I know she's fictional. Like it's not even that, but like this idea of being a person that has just given their life to a community and says, I want to make other people's lives better. And, you know, there's really no talk about, I mean, she talks about faith. So we believe she's a person of faith, but even though Jesus is not very specifically, you know, for me, it would be that I could become a person that in my nineties, I had given my life away for the sake of Jesus and for the sake of others. And that it was this blessing that when I died, it would be like a, 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 uh, you know, that, that moment where they sing Alabanza and they just sing praise to God for this person. Thank mm-hmm. God. If, if God made a person this great, how much greater must he be? Not that they would praise me or praise, you know, Abuela Claudia, they're praising God for coming up with someone as, as wonderful as this. And it's just so, I mean, those kind of things are just beautiful. And I had that conversation with my kids. And so, yeah, that one really stands out to me. Donnie, any movies or episodes that stand out to you? There's a couple because like, I mean, I feel like we've just we've covered a lot of things that, you know, like just kind of like hit on a lot of different things. Like, I mean, there was like when we watched had the Just Mercy episode that we did. Um, Donnie, do you do you remember the Hidden Figures episode? And it was just me and you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. And that actually went longer than all the other. Ones. Yeah, I think it's still our longest episode. It was me and Donnie talking about hidden figures. And yeah. uh, that is one of my favorites. Um, uh, primarily because Sawyer wasn't there. Uh, but <laughs> That tracks. <laughs> but, no, but because and that was actually I think before Heidi was like an official like co-host, that was like in that meantime where she was still guest hosting a lot. But yeah, it was one where Sawyer couldn't be on. It was just me and Donnie. But I, I honestly I remember that being of just a very powerful conversation. Yeah. Um but anyway, that, what other movies? That um definitely what was it? Uh the Peanut Butter Falcon. That was a fun episode. Um and uh what was the other one? I'm trying to uh, think. And I think definitely the in the heights one i enjoyed that one as well like i mean like we just had there were so many different topics that we covered that i think were either very eye-opening or gave so many different perspectives because we all saw it from different viewpoints and like i remember having those conversations and going i never thought of it like that and then like you know and it's it's that like how do you was talking about earlier is that sitting down with the kids and like watching these things intentionally and then actually having these conversations with your kids and like not and and knowing that, OK, when I'm recording this, like I've had some intentional time that I know I set aside for us to grow and spend time yes. together. And like, yeah, it's a movie. And some people are like, well, you're just watching a movie. You just want to sit there quiet. But what conversations come out of it are incredible. Like sometimes we sit there watching the movie. And we're like there's nothing I'm going to be able to talk. And then the kid, like your kid asks you a question, like a real deep question. You're like, uh. or just being able to explain <laughs> ideas to my kids. Like when we yeah. see something in a movie that they don't understand about the world and being able they'll be like, what is that? Why does that happen? Yeah. And sometimes I'm able to make it spiritual. Cause they'll be like, well, you know, someone said something about why do why, why are they so upset about money or something? So, well, you know, for a lot of people, they think that their life can't be good if they don't have money, but we know our life can be good no matter what, because yeah. God's with it. You know, something like that. Yeah. I, I would say that's a big part of this is I, I grew up in a house where you don't talk during movies. Like, yeah. We're watching a movie. Why are you talking? But I think especially when you got young kids in the home, how important it is that it is a free flowing conversation. And there's Absolutely. almost like and what it feels like is being a part of like and you hear about it like 
our oral traditions of like these tribes, right? Where they don't have written languages. And as one person's telling a story, other people are contributing and they yep. remember parts of the story. That's what it's like watching with little kids. Cause they're like, Oh, this part's about to happen. Like if they've yeah. seen the movie or, yep. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And like, that's a joyful part of like teaching my kids like, Hey, let's talk about the story and let's talk about life. Cause the story does matter, but it's not the most important thing. Yeah. Oh, I'll t- one with my kids, like the, my favorite definitely was my neighbor Totoro. I oh. never thought oh. my kids would connect with that. Take movie. me away, so, Totoro. <laughs> I never thought they would connect with it so much. And they were like, I want to watch this over and over again. And I was like, Oh man, my kids it. love Totoro. <laughs> Yeah, I love Totoro. Okay, <laughs> oh, like. it's just beautiful. Yeah, we we regularly have Ghibli movie marathons at our house. Heidi, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna go back to your point about them talking. I think with my kids, that's been the most um, the most enjoyable part about it is that um, they interrupt, they ask questions. Yes, Elena, I love that my daughter has started to because some of the movies are maybe a little bit over her head. Mm-hmm. Some of them um, that we watch together, but I love like having them involved. It's not the same experience when they are yes. involved, and yeah. they look forward to it too. Um, but yeah, that she'll have she'll say, "Mommy, can you go back? Can you pause that?" You know, and yeah. then we get to have those conversations. And so I think, like you were saying, you know, you don't want you don't talk during movies or whatever. Um, you know, when you were growing up, like that's how it was. Um, and, and I think that's been probably the most fun part about this is that I'm like, no, the point is the discussions, not. Yes. So let's throw that whole idea out. You know, um, Jackson and I watched a lot of movies when we were my, my oldest, we watched a lot of movies. I say when we were growing up because I was 19 when I had him. So it feels kind of like we did it together, but um yeah that was kind of always something and we loved talking about them afterwards and so this has been like a perfect fit for me because now i get to force my my other two to do this that's <laughs> right we're doing this and i think in our culture it's really hard i mean our current culture one movies are really kind of going out of fashion uh in the sense that they're just everyone thinks oh everyone's attention span are so short and you know everyone's not but there is a benefit to and i think movie i think a tv show would be just as good if you could find a tv show with your family that you could all hey we're all going to sit down we're all going to watch this it's the same thing but i think it's honestly harder i think tv shows are more segmented than they used to be and movies still are this thing where they they'll most of the movies they make are what they're called four quadrant films they're trying to be good for mom dad teenagers little kids like they want it to hit every possible demographic whereas tv shows and we were talking about this. My family loves the TV show Blackish because it's one of the few like family yeah. comedies that exist that kids can actually watch. Hey, and there yeah. are and there are episodes from the kids' perspective. There aren't a lot of like Boy Meets World or Full no. House or these like or Family Matters, like those kind yes. of TGIF movies, shows where they had to have a thing in there for little kids, they had to have a thing in there for teenagers, they had to have a thing. Almost like even modern family doesn't work that way for my kids because the whole thing, it really is more adult humor. It's like the adult point of view, whereas Blackish has a lot of stuff from the kids point of view. Yeah, they did a great job with that. Like, because it, like you said, I mean, a lot of times like you're either it's like you said, it's either one way or another. Like it's not very segmented to to like appeal to all audiences. And like when you're watching that show, you're like, wow, like they had an entire show where the perspective was from the youngest 
And like a lot of times it, it changes how you view it. Cause you know, like as an adult, we're like, ah, we got things to do. And the, and yes. <laughs> your youngest kid is like, I don't care. I just drew a picture. You better look at it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and I think what's, what's beneficial for us, at least about movies is I may not be able to have every night of the week where we can sit down and watch a TV show, but I can have one night a month where we can sit down and all watch the same movie and we all have the same memory. Sawyer, are there any movies or episodes that really stand out to you as just being fun or meaningful? I think, uh, I think my favorite conversation that we've all had was definitely the rush hour episode. Mm. Um, That I had a lot because of, of Chris about. Tucker. Did He's Chris Tucker this. reach out to you, Sawyer? Yeah, exactly. We were sl- we were our worst to you that day. <laughs> Chris, Chris Tucker slid into my DMs, and so uh, that was that was. A, well, that a went good. a different direction than I thought. What yeah. what, but, uh, what was Chris Tucker reaching out to you about? <laughs> I don't, uh, but uh, that was probably my favorite episode we did. My favorite movie. It's recent. It's probably Coco. It, oh, it's probably Coco. Coco or My Neighbor Totoro. Um, but yeah. gosh, Coco is just a cheat code for me. Well, and you hadn't seen it before then, too. I remember that I, was like I had seen it before, but I wasn't paying attention is the thing. I had yeah, never I intentionally sat down and watched Coco. The the only other time that I had seen it, I was at a party and stuff like that. And uh and so this was the first time that I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie with intentionality. And uh it, I cried four times. So the thing I, I love about this podcast, as far as just the movies that we watch, is um and it may not feel this way to other people, but they're pretty wide ranging. I think most people now don't watch movies that aren't Disney movies and that aren't uh, Marvel movies, which I know are also Disney movies. But, you know, pretty much if it's not Marvel or Disney and I, I have that conversation regularly, people, I don't go to the movie theaters if it's not Marvel and I don't really turn anything on if it's not Marvel. Everything we watch is that. And we've only covered one Marvel movie and uh, <laughs> no one like watched that episode. So we chose never to do another Marvel movie <laughs> from that point on. We did Doctor Strange. I did enjoy that episode. But that was uh, a good one because we talked about like the sacrifice and yeah. like how he repeatedly sacrificed himself yep. over and over again. I was like, and I was like, that's such a good point. <laughs> yes. And we have watched several Disney movies, but they're often Disney movies most people don't think of. But I think we've covered a lot of movies. Like Mitchell's versus the machine was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, and just that movie was really good. Here's a Disney one a lot of people Batman. Don't- Lego Batman was one of my Lego favorite. Batman. Yes, was one. That was probably the one that me and my my kids have watched the most since we watched it for the podcast that was became so, abel's favorite movie after that podcast yes i was so happy that we watched uh peach dragon because i could force you guys to watch it which is still one of my favorite movies and i cried during every time so uh, i will say out of 50 episodes i think i've cried 49 times so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cried. I cried. I, we didn't talk about that in the last week's episode. Uh, before I wake, I definitely cried at the end of before I wake. So, uh, and I think one of my daughters was crying. So that was, that was, uh, uh, that was a fun thing. So, uh, w- but one of the things was not just the conversations we wanted to have. It really was this idea of building memories and connections. And so as we kind of wrap this up, I, I wanted every, um, host to kind of talk about what are movies that either with your family or, uh, just you personally, are really personal to you movies have a way of kind of connecting to us in ways um because they're because they are um because they are windows into other people's perspectives sometimes a movie hits us because it's so much our perspective and other people don't even care about that movie but it's just our perspective or it gives us a window into someone else's perspective that isn't ours and we get to live another person's life i think roger ebert's the one who called movies empathy machines 
They are movies that that make you experience another person's life. And so um, let's just start there. So I'm really excited to talk first. Well, I'm going to start with Heidi because she mentioned a movie that I loved when I was a kid. And I don't think I've watched in, I don't know, 15 years maybe. So Heidi, what was the movie that you had uh, referenced before? Pay It Forward. Um, Haley yeah. Joel Osmond and uh, Helen Hunt and... Um, uh, Kevin Spacey was in that movie. Um, but it was about a kid who they, Kevin Spacey's his teacher, um, Helen Hunt's his mom. And basically they do a social, you know, social studies experiment and his is to pay it forward. He comes up with this thing. Um, and the rules of pay it forward where you, you do something big for somebody, something they couldn't do for themselves. And then the person who, you know, receives that, um, goes then and pays it forward and to three people to pe- to yeah to three people and um it becomes like this movement you know this pay it forward movement and i think i <clears throat> there were so many things i was um a really young woman and young mom single mom when i saw the movie um i think my son was probably about 4 um it came out in 2000 but i didn't see it until you know later but, you know, it's about a single mom and her son and and she's making a, a lot of, you know, hard negative choices. You know, she's been right. So I really um, is Helen Hunt in that movie. If I remember correctly, yeah. once I haven't seen it, she's an alcoholic in that movie. If I remember, she's an alcoholic and in an abusive relationship. Yeah, right, this right. Yes, who's in sixth grade is involved. It's very heavy. It's very you know emotional. But I think the thing for me was that um, the the child like he was such an amazing human being and just, you know, had such a capacity for like, um, loving and seeing, you know, and I, and I remember seeing that a lot in my son. And so it really just resonated with me. Like I always would say like, you know, Jackson, you just, his, his heart, like children, a lot of times you'll see this, like their heart and their nature can be so pure, you know, and just so, so sweet. And I think that that little boy, despite the really tough circumstances, he showed that to his mom. He showed yes. that that was the best way to live to his mom. And, you know, the ultimate storyline behind it is that the pay it forward, he does for, she's one of the recipients for him. And he shows her basically like what love looks like. And she hadn't experienced that in a healthy way before. And so, yeah, it was just a really cool movie. Um, and for me, it um, it really helped me to, to see like, gosh, you know, I, I knew I was an important part of his life, but I think that I didn't realize, you know, necessarily at that point, um, how every little decision, you know, was, was, um, affecting and, you know, um, kind of shaping and molding how, how his circumstances and his life would be. And yeah, it was just a really good, powerful movie for me. That was a movie that for me as a kid, uh, I think movies became a big deal. Movies have always been, my parents talk about when I was a kid, I would watch movies and just one of my nieces apparently this way, just get drawn into them. Like they were like, you couldn't move Nathan from the TV. He would just sit and I would just, and I would go act him out and play him out. And I remember one of the most formative things was when I was about 11, 12, we got the, the, the TV station encore. It just became free. It was like the one movie channel. We never had HBO or Showtime or any of that stuff, but I would watch encore and that movie played all the time. And I remember being, like 12 
around the time that movie came out. And a lot of people at church used it all the time because, you know, Jesus, you can pay it forward what Jesus did for you, which is very biblical. Like, I mean, that's a biblical idea. We it, it one reminds you of what people have done for you, even in a bad situation. Somebody has done something to bless your life. And and even if it's just Jesus, right? Jesus is love and forgiveness and mercy and grace. And that's why we forgive. We forgive because we've been forgiven. That's why we are compassionate because God showed us compassion, all that stuff. But I remember for me, particularly as a kid who didn't have that life experience, talking about it being an empathy machine, I remember... I, because of the nature of our church, we have people with all different kinds of past and in all kinds of life situations and really difficult ones. And I had friends who had grown up in homes that were very similar to that. And watching this movie gave me the empathy and the compassion. I never had experienced it, but it allowed me to almost understand another person's experience of going, oh, I, I could imagine what it was like to, to not know if your mom was going to come home. You know, because I remember that was kind of a specific part of that movie or to have a mom who maybe not as sober every day. Yeah. And I, that was not which my experience. mom would come home. Yeah. Which one would come home and which one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like that was not my experience. With her. Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't my experience. But seeing that movie allowed me even as a kid to think. Well, there are these things I see where some, you know, some kids are kind of angry and kind of mean and kind of this, but it's because of a situation in their life and it allowed me to have compassion instead of judgment. And so I think that's a powerful thing. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that one up. Donnie, I know you had a couple different uh, movies you were deciding between. Did you, did you, did you narrow it down to one? I think if I were to narrow it down to one, I think I would have to say, um, no, I have to narrow it down to two. I'd say the mask or, uh the ninja turtles like the, Ooh. the all right i like this is like the other I, which i just want to say of the two people just because i love them both so dearly two of my just closest friends it doesn't shock me that heidi picked like this really emotional like sappy kind of like do this and donnie's like i don't know ninja turtles <laughs> <laughs> All right, why, nin why Ninja Turtles? Let's start with Ninja Turtles, which I just want to say, Sawyer approves of both of your choices. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> great, great. I think movie. it's because, like, it just has such fond memories for me. Like, I remember, yeah. like, just, I remember watching it with the family, and, like, I remember going through the different, you know, different, uh, what do you call it, uh, sequels of it, too, and, like, the where there was the ninja turtle rap and then there was the action figures and there was all this idea of like these like these these turtles that look like you would go you were going to see them in real life and it was like yeah. a really cool thing and they look like, better than that cgi one they made later like those oh, look like realized like people, people yeah people joke about like how they like the older ones but i'm like dude like there's nothing that compares to them because when i watch them like dance and do like karate i actually feel like they're like you know it's a movie Donnie was one. Vanilla Ice saying, go ninja, go ninja, go. That's right. When you go. break down, a, when Vanilla Ice pops in and it's like, go ninja. And you're like, yeah, it's time to break it down, guys. We got to There dance. is not much more 90s kid aesthetic than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with like the really cheesy pizza, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, and it was... It was such a good like story of how they were telling it. Like, you know, you got these kids, these young kids that are like growing up with this really intelligent, you know, elder who's teaching them how to do life. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. like looking, looking back at it now, especially, but like 
for me, I was just, I was just enamored with the idea of like, oh, this is so cool. Like yeah. these, these television shows I've watched, cause they had, you know, a Ninja Turtles TV show and they also had the Ninja Turtles game where you had to like, it was the side scroller. So you had to like, it was inside the, uh, the arcade where you're like, you're side scrolling and you had two buttons attack and jump. And that was all yeah. you had to do. <laughs> and you had to save them out of buildings and oh my gosh, it was so fun. What about the mask? Same thing, just kind of fun, you know, comedy? Oh, just like, for me, I think a lot of things that make me excited about, like, especially movies like that are, I love quotables. Anything yeah. where you can oh. just like pull from that movie and you can re- use it in real life. And it was like, it would always be that line of, somebody stop me. Yeah, I think my mom <laughs> had to ban that movie from our house because I annoyed her so much running through the house going, somebody stop me. Like, and, like, and she was like, oh, we're never watching this movie. Again. I, when I'm I was a stop kid, <laughs> after I had seen that movie, I think I, I if, if I found something interesting, I simply called it a spicy meatball, okay? <laughs> because of that movie. I was like, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh my gosh. When, oh, every man. time we get insight into your life, I explain so much about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like making a list going, mm-hmm, I'm, 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 I'm handing this to some psychologist. <laughs> explain it to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, it's it just, it, it was one of those movies where like, it was just, between those two, like it just has such fun, happy, yes. like fun movies. Because I mean, like growing up, like now, you see a lot more than you ever did when we were growing up. Yeah, like like we had movies that were geared specifically to us. Yeah. We had like shows geared toward us. Like when I go, hey, like this is what I watched growing up, and I'm like, I was watching like Darkwing Duck and all these various other things, and like, uh, what was it, uh, Chippendale that now has its own like, oh yeah, recreated movie, you know? And I'm like, this is what I watch, and they're like, yeah, I was watching this other show, and like I'm looking at the graphics, going, whatever, like so, so what? You got graphics. Yeah. I had an animated hand drawn cartoon mouse. Yep. All, all good. Donnie now is old man screaming at Sky. So, <laughs> very good. All right. Well, I, so that's very good. But now I'm really interested because Sawyer didn't want to tell me beforehand. So Sawyer, you got to tell me. Yeah. What is your uh, personal movie? I uh, I went with Rocky. I went with Rocky. Mm, interesting. Because, uh, all right. Why Rocky? All right, so, I'm gonna guess. You can I guess why this yeah. movie is? It's something to do with your dad. Because oh, yeah. Rocky is the movie every dude is like, you know, and that's the story behind Creed. I don't know if you know that. That's the story. Uh, yeah, behind- it's uh, Ryan Coogler grew up watching the Rocky movies with his dad, mm. and then he wanted to basically make one. No, 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 no. So, well, about he, Apollo. So. He ended up wa- watching Rocky with his dad. His dad got a chronic illness, mm. and oh, watching part. his dad go through that felt like watching his hero rocky balboa go through it so he made a movie about rocky he said can i make a movie for my dad that's about rocky getting cancer and kind Mm -hmm. of this big strong guy getting really weak and having this and then he added all the stuff about apollo creed and stuff but i but and and my point in saying all that is i do think i also rocky is a movie that makes me think of my dad because my dad loves rocky but go ahead talk about rocky so like when I was a little kid, my I, I I just 
Because like I only I was only interested in watching Star Wars, Toy Story, and Lion King. Those were the only things I was interested in watching. And I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, what's your favorite movie? Expecting him to say Empire Strikes Back, because I did know that was his favorite Star Wars movie. And he said, Oh, my favorite movie is probably Rocky. And I instantly was like, Oh, well, I really want to watch that movie. And he was like, I don't know if you'll like it. It's it's a little bit slow. And I was like, Nope, I know I'm gonna love it. And I watched it when I was like six or seven. I was like, Yep, that was boring. But I but then I watched the second one and I was like, okay, that one was better. I watched the third one with Mr. T and I was like, okay, that one's the best. And then I watched Rocky four and I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever watched in my life. This is, this is, this is, I just, I can't. Sawyer, I, I was so on board with you. I was so emotional. Every Rocky movie is better than the first. No. No, 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 hold on. And then I got to Rocky five. I was like, okay, something's wrong here. Okay. It's Chris Tucker Um, all over again. Yeah. And then I got to Rocky Balboa and I was like, okay, this is good. We're getting back to basics, which I saw Rocky Balboa in the theater. Um, but like, that was like a, and that was a big deal for me and my dad. And then I saw the three movies. This, with my guys, dad. I have to throw in that my dad went and saw that movie. Cause he also dads love Rocky. Mm-hmm. But he called it a Ricky Balboa. <laughs> That's awesome. That's but, wonderful. Uh, but I'll never forget, like, I have this weird relationship with Rocky where, like, first time I saw it, I thought it was boring. And then, like, I didn't watch it for, like, five or six years. And then when I was 13, I was like, oh, okay, I see it. This this is a, an amazing movie and stuff like that. And I regularly was like, okay, yeah, Rocky's the best one in the franchise and stuff like that. Um, and as I've, like, gotten older, I, I I don't fully believe that anymore. I do actually think Rocky 2 is slightly better. But... Rocky has always been a movie kind of, yeah, like, obviously it's me and my dad's movie. Like I, if I ever want to do something with my dad that involves watching a movie, I, if I'm just like, dad, want to watch Rocky? He's going to say yes. And we're going to watch Rocky and it's going to be awesome. And so uh, that's that. And and that's true with any movie in the franchise, except for Rocky five, Rocky five is absolute garbage, but even Rocky four, even Rocky four, I will, I will go to bat for that movie. Okay. Okay. That movie is amazing. You can always get in the batter's box, but you're going to, you can always strike out. <laughs> no, not with Rocky Four. That movie is amazing. Okay. So, so here's what I'll say too is I think um, the, I don't think I've talked about this, but you know, Creed, Creed is almost the movie I talked about here. I think it is uh, one of the most emotional experiences for me on, on multiple different things. One, I just, the movie just blew me away. I just think it is top notch of the last maybe 10 years, just one of the best movies. Um, both of them, Creed and Creed 2. Yeah, Creed 2 is, is really good. But, it, you know, I had an experience. I went and saw Creed three times in theaters. Uh, the second time I went, because I cried every time, especially when he gets to part where, like, I, I have to prove, and he goes, prove what? And he goes, that I'm not a mistake. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I just, like, I'm, like, crying the whole time. So the second time we went to see that movie, I was, like, I went by myself. And I was like, well, oh, man, I really got to use the restroom. I know that mo- moment's coming up. And so we were at the old uh, Carmike Theater here, and it, the lights didn't work on the stairs. And I was, like, running down the stairs so I could go to the restroom and get back. And my foot tripped, and I I tumbled down, like, six stairs. <laughs> and I hit the ground. And some dude at the other end goes, oh, dude, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. 
And then I had to like get up and still go to the bathroom. But I was so invested in getting back. I came back to the theater as everyone in the theater just watches me slowly walk back up the stairs because I had to get back in position. To have no, that- they were trying to make sure you made it okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, they couldn't see me well. They probably thought I was 70 years old. Like, fall- I mean, I tumbled down those stairs at the car, Mike. And uh, it was a whole other thing. But yeah, that movie, that movie just blew me away. And now my kids love it. Um, I mean, my girls love it, especially the second one. Their second one's probably their favorite because there's a baby in it and there's a whole kind of side story with that. But the romance, everything in Creed works. Uh, I could talk about uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, which is Star Trek II. Uh, that is the movie that made me fall in love with Star Trek in particular because my mom, who was not much of an emotional person, uh, she I, I've only seen my mom cry. Uh, maybe 10 times in my life uh, that weren't baptisms. She cried at every baptism, but it, besides that, she, does, she doesn't cry a lot. And she cried like two times when we watched that. We, I watched that movie a few times. And like, especially when Spock dies and all that kind of stuff is such a emotional thing for her that it really just inspired me. Oh man, movies can do this. Yeah. So that was a big one. But that you, scene gets me as well. Okay. Like when Spock dies. Oh yeah. Like I can, I can be, I can be a mess right there. It's why I can't deal with Star Trek into darkness at all. Uh, because that <laughs> gets ruined in, I mean, it yeah. makes me angry. I was angry watching that movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I think when you get into the movie that currently in my current family is a big deal is the movie Lilo and stitch. Um, this is a movie that is about, uh, in particular has a lot, there's, there's social workers in the movie, uh, Lilo and her sister are taking care of each other. And really just the heart of that movie being, uh, that Ohana means family and family means that nobody gets left behind or forgotten. And having, I remember watching that movie after our first foster child kind of left our home and just crying, being like, you know, no one gets forgotten, you know, and just like watching that movie. And then um, even with my own kids, like they really associate with both Lilo and with Stitch and having that and just the power of how that kind of draws the 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 kind of truth of love and family. And, you know, we're all we're all broken and we all, you know, sometimes we act out like Stitch and Lilo both are just chaotic characters, man. You know, they're biting people and they're hurt, like they're acting out in bad ways. But it really comes from this desire to to just be loved and to know that I'm okay and to know that I'm safe. And all of that I think is just so important. And so it's just a huge deal for me and my family. It's just really personal. Um, but you know, one thing I want to just to kind of tie a bow on all this and then we'll be done. Uh, cause as Donnie said, he was afraid we wouldn't be able to talk for 15 minutes. Uh, we've been talking for 50 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> I, I want us to kind of wrap this whole thing up and here's what it is. And this is why I wanted us to talk about this. All of us had a wide range of what the movies were, you know, mm-hmm. sappy, pay it forward, inspirational film, just lighthearted comedies, inspirational sports dad movies, you know, these kind of animated comedies uh, that are sentimental family movies. All of those things are just these important. What's important about them is that they were things that we did with our families. They're things that were moments that really bonded us and they were memories that got made. And sometimes those are the things we hold on to. I think I've watched this movie and I think of my mom or I watch this movie and I think of my dad or I think about being in the family and it inspires love within us. It creates this desire for family. The desire is not even for the movie, 
right? I don't think it, I don't think Donnie's trying to defend that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the gr- greatest cinematic masterpiece of all time. But, about with us? <laughs> yes, but I, I just said I love Rocky Four. Okay, like like yeah, I, me and Don here. We're not. I, we're, mm, mm, don't bring that up again. So, uh, <laughs> but, but it's this moment where we say. I, my desire is not for the movie. My desire is for these people. My desire is for that relationship and the love. And I think that's what we want for our kids is to be able to build those memories and then to be able to tie that to Jesus with meaningful conversations. And we're committed for 50 more episodes. We're going to go forward and we've got some great things coming up in a, about four or five episodes. We're going to have our Christmas movie episodes and those are going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I think we're even going to have some episodes that are just designed for you and your spouse to have a date night. Uh, because your relationship with your spouse is pivotal for your kids to see that you love one another and having that base of relationship is so good for your kids. So we've got a lot of good movies coming up and I'm excited to talk about them with all of you guys and uh, also with our audience. So uh, we will see you guys next time as we help you uh, talk, have conversations that help your kids love Jesus and his way of life even more. We'll see you then.